attention, parents, what you're about to see is not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. I'm going to give the people what they want. Sensation, horror, shock. I'm going to deliver the goods because I'm alive and I'm not backing down. Cuckoo, cuckoo. Welcome to another edition of your favorite true crime podcast, the show about creeps by creeps for you creeps. My name is Vinny. I'm your host. A big shout out to all of my true believers out there. Excelsior. True believers. And as always, joining me in the studio, it is hot Carla. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Good to see you, my friend. Carl, I, I have a heavy heart. Uh-oh. More so than usual. <laughs> More so than usual. Today, we're going to honor a man who really doesn't deserve any honors, except for on this show. This, we should be the only people revering him. Everybody else should be kind of mad at him for what he did to society. But today, we're going to honor Jerry Springer, Carl. That's right. Jerry Springer from the Jerry Springer Show and nothing else. He didn't do anything else in his life. Nope. Just that. Nope. Everything else he did... I'm sure he was probably a nice guy. He was good to his grandkids. Sure. He wasn't a very good mayor. I'm pretty sure well, I've heard that. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Let's just focus on the show. The show was fantastic. I was actually talking about this with uh, Mike Geary on WATS. I love the Jerry Springer show. Me too. And the crazy thing about the Jerry Springer show is you'd watch an episode, and then they'd tease the next episode that's coming up tomorrow, and it always is way better. You're like, Whoa! That's nuts. I wouldn't be watching that episode. What an amazing point. Every time you're just like, wow, this is going to be incredible. This man daily tops himself. Yes. Every day he had to do it. Every day he did it. It's amazing. It's amazing. We're going to honor that man's legacy in just a bit. But I'd like to welcome to the show our results girl, Jessica. Hey, Jess. Hello. Now, we didn't do a contest last week. We did a uh, kind of a catch-up uh, hangover edition of the show. Yes. Yep. But, but I wanted Jessica to be here because I wanted her opinion on something. And I also okay. wanted to check in with Carl on something. Okay. So here's the first order of business. Carl, last week you told us you were going to church on Sunday. Correct. How did that go? All right. So this is a, like a mega church place, right? Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> so it starts off. There's, there's a whole big band. There's like five different singers um, everyone's up on their feet. Everyone's into it. They're singing along with the band. It's going nuts. There's fog machines. There's lights. Once that ends, this guy comes out. He's got like a PowerPoint presentation. He comes out <laughs> and he starts to try to convince me that the media, the pharmaceutical companies, and the government is lying to me. And I'm like, yeah, I, I think this guy's onto something. Are you a Christian now? Long story short, I'm going to church every Sunday from now on. I... <laughs> Okay. Can I, can I tell you the truth, though? I didn't go to church. I, of course you did. So what happened? Was, <laughs> listen to what happened. I did watch it because they live stream it. The church that I'm going that to doesn't count. Doesn't this, count. I know it doesn't count. I'm going to go this weekend. My friend Charlotte is going to church with me. She had to go to her mom's house that morning. She couldn't make it, so I'm like, all right, we'll just do it next week. So we're doing it uh, this Sunday coming up. Okay. Well, since you told everybody you were going to do it this week and then you didn't, I would like to uh, possibly add so- another. I watched layer. the stream for a bit. 
All right. All right. <laughs> I have an idea for the wheel, Carl. Yeah. Because, Jess, what's the score right now? Uh, four to four. You guys are tied. <sighs> game point. Which means next today. Week, next week, someone's going to spin. Do you have to win by two in this game? Nope. No. First to five. Okay. Carl, I'm ins- I was inspired by the revelation that Dick Masterson got out of your mother mm. in Philadelphia <laughs> right. last right. week. Jess, you remember what that was, right? How when Carl was a little boy, he used to have Wiki the Ewok. And he used to have yeah. Wiki talk yeah. for him. So <laughs> yes. I, have, I have a consequence ready to go, Carl. I hate you so I'm going to call it the Lil Carl consequence. Hold I hate on. You here we so go. So much. This is so unnecessary. Oh, no. I'm getting mad at my mom all over I again. found little Wiki. Oh, it's little Wiki. <laughs> What's the consequence? You have to go and you have to walk around in public with this. So wherever you go for a week, and you have to at least go into one place and talk to an employee of a venue through the puppet through the through Wicket. <laughs> like you could go into a coffee shop, and be like, "I would like a venti, he's on a coffee, please." Whatever you have to do, but you have to at least talk to one person through the fucking Ewok like a lunatic. Now hold on a second, Benny. This is something that you're gonna have to do too if you. Uh, it's the little Carl consequence, man. Oh, it goes. God. It happens to all of us. Oh God, this sounds terrible. Yeah, you got to walk around a little little wiki. All right. Well, um, you know, I actually saw my mom yesterday. We went to the hockey game, and uh, my folks were there. And uh, <laughs> I forgot how mad at her I am, and I'm glad that you just reminded me because I was actually having nice conversations with her, and I uh, totally forgot that uh, she's on my shit list. No, oh, she's such a sweet lady. No, not when she's talking to Dick Masterson, she ain't. And, you yeah. know, I got some dirt on that from behind the scenes. Apparently, your brother and your mother were conspiring mm. to figure out what to tell him about you to humiliate you. Wow. So we got another person on my shit list. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, guess what? Next week's creep, man murders family in Rochester, New York. I guess I'll win because I'm going to bring you. <laughs> yes. It'll be perfect. <laughs> so, Jess, did anyone comment on last week's episode on Reddit? Did we get any interesting thoughts on what we put out there for everyone? Well, actually, someone commented. This was the first one I saw. Uh, Political Animal 87 said, can we get a creepiest Jerry Springer guest show? Uh, we owe it to Jerry. It's like, got it. <laughs> there done you go. Done. You got it. Just for you. All right. I guess I should read this one. Uh, there's nothing to vote on. But could the results scale say moist queef clumps? Carl, a fucking idiot. Carl's a, Carl's fucking, a fucking idiot. idiot. There, I said it. Thank not you. that, not that one. The, the yeah, I'm not gonna say it again. <laughs> Why not? Because I don't want to. <laughs> well, I mean, it's I, said, just... I said it once. Okay. okay. They can clip it. All right. Well, now they're definitely um, gonna clip it because you're so well, objective. What's going on right now? Is is uh, Jessica not wanting to do her job? What's happening? Well, they're, they're gonna. <laughs> no, I did do my job. Stuff. I just said it once. They're, okay. they're trying they to get her it. to say things now, and I it's see. really fun for me. I see. Okay. So, what else have you got there, Jess? This one I got a kick out of. Uh, let's get a trans results girl. He, but it's crossed out, so it says she, won't be as cute, but at least he'll, crossed out again, she'll be funny. Stop sorting comments by lamest. They, they, that might help. And then someone respond, responded to that saying, I wonder who's commenting get read out last week. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I read it. Uh, so your old pal, I I, we, I mean, your old pal, DPT, DP2O? Okay, Whatever. so I, I don't know if we can get Dylan Mulvaney. I'll reach out to her people, but we should definitely incorporate her into our logo. 
What do you think about that, Vinny? I think nothing bad could ever happen Correct. if we did that. Let's do it. All right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up next week, our new results girl, Dylan Mulvaney. Yes. Sorry, Jess. It's all right. You know, we should start. We should change the name of the scum stream to creep off light just to yes. really bother people. Yes, I but love it. I don't. Uh, yeah, here's a good point from uh, Wapio. Hold on. Wapio says, Carl, just bring the doll to church and score a twofer. <laughs> I haven't spun anything yet. I haven't spun that yet. And you know what, dude? What really bothered me about what you did there, just so you know, sir, yeah. is that you really didn't nail exactly what goes on in those I churches. really didn't watch it. Yeah, I know. I was like, I'm studying what was happening there uh, just to kind of map out my plan. I don't know if I want to be front row or second row, but. Little less snake handling than I needed. But, you know, I'll let you get away with going to the mega church. So oh, any, yeah. other, any other what good was, comments or Jess? Or? Well, no. What was the thing you wanted me to say last time? It was the... Tito Tori. Tito Tori. Yeah, Tito Tori. Tito Tori. There. You. She's a really <laughs> dirty birdie, that Tito Tori. Uh, I, hated that. I hated that story. All right, folks. Remember, uh, Jess is going to be reading your comments on our poll next week. Uh, and we will be spinning after this contest. So, Jess, we will see you again soon. Thanks for stopping All right. on today. And, uh, Carl. Bye, Jess. I think it's time for us to ring a bell and get after it with the creepiest Jerry Springer guest of all time. I'm going to hit the bell, but real quick, I just want to remind people that today is a holiday. May 1st happens to be Super Chat Monday. I know. I didn't know that either until I pulled it up this morning. And I went, what does today uh, represent? It is Super Chat Monday for all the Super Chatters out there. I'm so happy. So happy. I will read your Super Chats. But first, we got a round of the creep off to play. And Vinny, you're first, buddy. I am. Now, Carl, usually you expect me to go on some long dissertation about why my person is the creepiest. To give you basically a mini book report. Yes, that's why I loved this category. I'm like, he can't go on too long about a person who was on the Jerry Springer show. No, I can't. But what I can do is show you atrocity. Yes. I certainly can. Uh, I'll give a little shout out to our Super Chat Two-Face Line Bastard. Thanks for the two bucks. Holy hell, it's Super Chat Monday. Yeah, I know. He was, he's surprised too. I know. I, I didn't even realize it this morning. It's amazing. So, Carl, let's start off and meet, uh, hear a little bit about my creep this week. All now, right. I want everyone to remember the Brian Johnson school of creeps. The idea is, oh, now would you're you want to be around? What a creep is no. so you could try to win. Okay. What we've yep. always talked about is. Way to frame it. Okay. I am definitely going to frame this one yep. because this is pretty gross, everybody. So, yeah, this is a pretty sick one. What, uh, what I'm going to say is you have to think about, would you want to be around this person for even a minute of your day? You would not want to be around this person, and that is what I'm going to go with. So, Jerry, tell us why we don't want to be around Mike Creep. The story on today's show could be the most bizarre story we've done in our 15-year history. <laughs> crazy my guest began wearing women's clothing at age 12 and became a transsexual at age 35 but that's not the unusual part of this story well, i would hope not jerry jeez i mean <laughs> this is 2007 everybody yeah, so <laughs> things are a little different so stop clutching your pearls <laughs> now let's meet my creep and we'll find out what makes her so creepy let's meet sandra right. sandra <laughs> Sandra, what? Okay. What's going on? You. This is strange, isn't it? 
Yes, it was strange. Okay. Now, Sandra, for those of you who can't see, is wearing a lovely red dress. Yes. Lo- very well made up. And is missing both of her legs. Yeah, she's got some nubs hanging off. She's past got her a couple knees. nubs yep. past her knees. Yeah. So let's find out a little bit more about this. So you're how old are you now? I'm uh, 48. Now you're 48. When you were 35, you decided to become a woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, That's, that fine. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. He's like, yes, I do. At what age did you think you didn't want your legs? At 14. At 14. <laughs> when did you actually cut them off? I cut this one off in uh, 2000. I thought that one went first, yeah. <laughs> I love Jerry so okay. much. Okay. Why did you cut your leg off? I didn't want them. I just, my brain just kept saying get rid of them, so I had to get rid of them. <laughs> Why is that laughing at that when you became a woman did your brain say get rid of something else <laughs> yeah but i couldn't cut that out Sam, okay all right this is a serious mental disorder i mean we've heard about this before but Vinny, i have this to ask is you. trans this is someone who is identifying as someone without legs well this is what i want to ask you Vinny. at any point while you're pulling these clips were you thinking huh i get to sit all day long every day did that seem like a good idea to you at any point today? Well, diabetes will get me, so I whatever. Know. Well, there's a silver lining there. This person did not wait for diabetes, but let me tell you what, what Sandra used to do, because Sandra really just felt dysmorphia about their legs. Okay. <laughs> I'd, tie the, I'd tie the left leg up on me, and I'd look in the mirror, you know, and I'd see it was gone under my skirt, and it was, it'd be, did, it made me feel like a whole person, you know? Okay. Sandra would tie her leg behind her body and walk and like look in the mirror thinking, wow, isn't it nice not to have legs? <laughs> that's that's it's literally what this person just said. That's pretty good luck. <laughs> dude, dude, dude. Like you can't really model when you don't have legs, but you can try. Now, let's keep going here, Carl. Find out a little bit. You more. know what, Vinny? Here yeah. you are making fun of what's this person's name again? Sandra. Sandra. Here you are making fun of Sandra. Are you on television, Vinny? I don't see you on daytime TV. You don't think I could get on one of these shows? Maybe that's going on the wheel of the consequences. Yes. Make some shit up and get on one of these. There was a great South Park about that. Okay. What kind of things have you done to get your legs? I've injected my knee with uh, my feces, 120 cc's under my kneecap. Just what? liquefy it and puff it in. What? Ah, uh, you heard her. You heard her, Carl. She was injecting cc's of feces. I mean, that, that's just fun to say. <laughs> okay, why would someone do such a thing? Why would someone inject their own kneecap with feces? Well, Carl, here's a patient. Here's why. I had I had tried to get the le- the left leg infected several times. I figured maybe if I get it gangrene, the doctors would take it off. Every time I get it infected, they just clean it out. You know, I'm like, I'm getting tired of this. I mean, I'm getting it all <laughs> infected and everything, and they're just going to clean it out. You know, and I, I'm like, this ain't working. I had... Carl. Yes. The doctors did their job too well. Yeah. And they kept cleaning out all of the shit this person was injecting into You're their own more body to get their leg kneecap. amputated. <laughs> It's a struggle. Jerry! It's Jerry! Struggle okay, so Carl. Yes. How? What else did they try? What else did you try, Sandra? If the doctors kept cleaning out, what else did you go for? Uh, I've cut myself with razor blades. I've drove nails in the bone. My brain would just say, get a 16-penny nail and a hammer and drive it in the bone, and I just drive it in the bone. 
I built the guillotine and dropped it on my leg. That didn't work. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, Why go back to the drawing work? board. I got to figure out something else. You uh, think Sandra knew how to build a good guillotine, Carl? I guess not. <laughs> if it didn't work the first time, drop it a few more times. Good God. It'll get there. So, obviously, you see a person sitting there without a leg, right? Yes. Well, let's find out how this happened. All right. I cut the circulation off up here above the knee with a... Uh, the radiator hose clamps that you put yeah. on the automobile. Yeah. And then uh, down here, I used uh, like a pantyhose with a, like a noose on it and make it real tight. And then I just got my saw and got everything in the kitchen, got everything ready that I needed. And uh, got up on the counter and I waited till the leg went numb and turned purple. And I got the saw and I put it on my leg and I powered it up and then I shut it off and laid it on the counter. And I looked at, my, looked at the saw and looked at my leg and said, well, it's now or never. You know, and I grabbed the saw and put it on my leg and Were powered you it up. Mm. Were you drinking? No. A little bit. Mm-mm. Never did pass out. <laughs> Never did pass out afterwards. You didn't pass out. It was out. calm and cool. My friends got there. They was all hysterical. Oh, you going to die? You're gonna... I'm like, shut up and go call the ambulance, would you? She... She took a power table saw to her leg while she was sitting on the counter in the kitchen. And it sounds like she had roommates. That's insane. The cleanup had to be a huge pain in the ass. She's like, we want me to clean up. I only have one leg. Can you're you gonna... guys chip in here? <laughs> you're going to die. Oh, my God. Well, okay. So Just Sa- call the ambulance. Sandra's missing her legs, but at least she's got her look still. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Daylaw makes a good point. Uh, Measure twice, cut once. <laughs> good point. Dela may have named this episode. Yep. Thank you, Dela. Uh, Super Chat's going in from Turbo Neil Breen. LOL Vinny Josh remembered the same creep. Two-Faced Lion Bastard says, can't stay long, Four ninety nine for Carl and $5 for Little Caesars. Oh, thank you, Two-Faced Lion Bastard. Hell Much yeah. I think there was one up top, too, that rooting for the Celtics for you, buddy. Oh, thank you, BCALS1296. Let's go Celtics. Game one is tonight. We're going to do it. Fuck Philadelphia. <laughs> All right. You really hate Philly. I'm not a fan. Wow. Let's find out a little bit more what's going on here, shall we, Carl? Yeah, let's just watch an entire episode of Jerry Springer. Keep going, man. Well, why did you decide after you did one? Because I hadn't wanted both of them, neither one of them, since I was 14. So, you know, I couldn't tell somebody I didn't want both of them. I just said I didn't want one. I figured they'd really think I was nuts. I didn't want oh, both no, of no, them. Oh, no, no, no. They- yeah, they would think I was crazy if I told them I wanted to cut off both my legs. Plus, if you only have one leg, everyone's going to be asking you for directions. It's very annoying. <laughs> it's a David Tell joke. All right, Carl. Yes. Do you think Sandra regrets this? No, I think Sandra's very happy about this. See, the part that's hard for me to believe is that there was no moment of regret. I'm not saying you didn't finally conclude to do it, but it's just that's the part that. No I regret. Never a regret. Yeah, it's never. It's a, a little a nuts. Regret. So that's a uh, a mental patient is uh, what you've brought for us. You today. know, Carl. Sometimes when there's a creep. The victim can be themselves. Interesting. Interesting. Well, Vinny, would you want to spend, if this person wheeled up next to you while you were sitting on a park bench, are you going to want to have a conversation with the lunatic who's chopping their leg off with a power saw in the kitchen, who's ejecting their kneecap with feces? I'm sure that stump smells terrific. Vinny, you could have stopped it. Trans handicapped person. Okay. (laughs) I was just laying it in for a fact. I know. All right, so... Cutting off your legs, yeah, that's pretty crazy. But what that person didn't do, what Sandra didn't do, is cut off her penis. Because cutting off your penis would be fucking nuts. 
Nobody would want to do that for any dumb reason. People do it all the time. Yeah. There's probably 10 people who chop their dicks off since we started. This is an everyday thing now, Carl. It is, but chopping off a people, dick isn't that special anymore. Well, those people who are chopping off dicks are turning them into vaginas because they're transitioning. Earl Zia, not so much. Not the case with this one from 1997, Jerry Springer. Here's a clip. Next on Springer, what you're going to hear today is absolutely astonishing. Meet Earl, a man who cut off his own male organ. He did it with a pair of garden shears, <laughs> identical, identical to these. I wish it never happened. Earl holds Ronnie responsible. He's been stalking me for years. Have you two been lovers? No. Yes, we were. He cut off his manhood. I regret it now, believe me. Next, Jerry Springer. Today at 5 p.m. As I'm talking about the promos, we get everyone so pumped up for this show because you're like, holy crap, this guy chopped his dick off? And the reason why he cut his own penis off in a horrific way, holy shit, is uh, because there was a gay gentleman, Ronnie, who was kind of stalking him, uh-huh. and Earl wanted to turn him off. You know, it wasn't enough to stop using deodorant and wearing shitty clothing. He figured, well, if I don't have a dick anymore, then this person uh, probably will stop hitting on me. This is the most homophobic person on earth. If you are going to go to those measures of cutting off your penis to avoid any contact with a homosexual. Now, that's pretty insane. That's pretty insane. Now, now Vinny, the other one says that they were having an affair. Was that true, Carl? Y- yeah, so... Obviously, this guy's ashamed of himself for sleeping with this man mm-hmm. and went to great lengths to make sure it never happened again. So is this something you learned in church? Now, Vinny. You should have, because this is apparently okay. Now, Vinny, listen to me. What you're probably thinking, we saw that Sandra was missing her legs. You're probably thinking to me, well, hold on a second, Carl. Is this even true? Did this guy make all of this up? Jerry was asked about that. Not too long ago, if you want to play my other video clip here. Certainly. Uh, oh. But, uh, but oh, I remember that. The, well, yeah, this, that, was, that was Earl, a man who decided to cut off his own penis. Yes. And, uh, well, the story, as I remember, it, it was horrible. Uh, the story was that um, this gay guy was, he said, this gay guy was stalking him. And he wanted the gay guy to lose interest in him so he decided to cut off his own penis i said to him why didn't you just change your number you know and get a new address i mean just what the heck it's a little bit extreme when when we hear of a a story like that a lot of people were watching and be like that's just not real that can't be real it's got to be fake." well it was gone (laughs) wait did, did you guys check well, yeah, you have to check the lawyers all over it. Yeah, and we had the police report, we had the hospital report, everything. And uh, and then, so at one point, this is interesting. So we, you know, he tells his story. And then I said, you know, what did you do with it? He said, I flushed it down the toilet. And everyone goes, oh, which was amazing. Because when he said what he did, everyone just sits there. But flushing it down the toilet, that's what people found to be disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. What of the modern day PT Barno, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, agreed. So I wow. have to say that at least my creep is a creep because this person isn't just mentally ill. He immediately regretted it and he regrets it to this day. And I actually, Vinny, because I do the research, mm-hmm. I actually found audio from when he took his own penis off of his body. Oh, I, I think I remember that years. episode. My cock is gone. My cock is gone. What do you mean? Holy Dude, stop. my cock no, is gone. Wait a minute. Calm down. Calm my down. Calm 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 down
Take you know what? I think you're robbing. Take, take it easy. Sit I'm down. I'm sporting. Oh my god. Dude, put my gun back, please. <laughs> put it back. All right, Sal, close your eyes. Put it back. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. What's going to Gary? My gun is gone. Tomorrow so, morning at 11 a.m. on Jerry Springer. He regretted it immediately, as you could tell there. As soon as his cock was gone, he really wanted it back. But unfortunately, it was flushed down the toilet. Yeah. This is a tough matchup. This is going to be a this is going to be a tough one. This is a tough one. So, folks, remember you can vote this week on our Reddit page. Vote for what would you rather keep? Your cock or your legs? That's the vote here, people. What's more important to you? By the way, I watched that video. Well, so that was. So I will say this: Garden Shears is pretty bad. Yeah, but at least he didn't inject his penis with shit yeah. to get it to get not, not, green and not fall stupid off. enough to do that. That's true. Yeah. By the way, uh, that audio that I played, if you don't know, is Sal Garbanelli from the Howard Stern show. He was hypnotized on an episode, and the guy told him that his his penis was missing. And I didn't realize this because I remember listening to that bit on the radio, but I actually found the video clip of it today. Sale pulls his pants all the way down, and he's jumping around in front of Robin and everyone going, ah, where's my cock? It's like right there flopping around, and he's yelling at my cock is gone. Yeah, that was a good bet. <laughs> That's a pretty good gag. And I was like, it's in my bag, Robin. <laughs> my cock is gone! All right, so that's my creep. Uh, that would be Earl Zia, who cut off his own penis and flushed it down the, the toilet. He's wow. A, you know, John Wayne Bobbitt, if you want to get your penis cut off, you got to have a scorned lover do it. Yeah, you got to rape your wife a lot, punch her when she doesn't make you food. That's how you get your dick cut off. All right, you know off. what? Now that I think about it, that's probably a bad idea. Yeah, Never pay, mind. Uh, why? You think Jenny's listening? Um, no. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But you know uh, why, though, Vinny? Why is that? Because it's just too good. Jenny actually likes real true crime shows for some reason. Well, obviously Girls. we know. Listen, here's the thing about Jenny. We love Jenny, but she has terrible taste in like Everything. things. Yeah. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Carl, is it time for WATC? It is, buddy. Who are these creepos? Yeah. So who are these creepos is a segment on the show where we like to prove that we have the best true crime podcast on the internet today. And the way that we do that is by analyzing every other true crime podcast one by one. We've been doing this for months now. I think we've already listened to every single true crime podcast. Nope. Nope. Not even close. There are so many out there. What stink show did you bring us this time? All right. So this one came in from our buddy uh, Alex. Sent me some suggestions, and I just picked off the top of the list. And whew, this is a winner because I can prove that our show is better than this one. What is up, everybody? Welcome to crime podcast murder with my mother where i talk murder with some random lady no just kidding with my mother some lady that gave you uh what? their womb for nine months whoa good yeah. chemistry thanks you good, want it back good chemistry you do what the fuck so yes this is a show called murder with my mother hosted by danica and christy and uh they're out of like the vancouver area of canada and uh, oh, this smacks of Canada too. I, okay. I don't understand. I really don't understand why almost all of the audio is in just the right channel. And I just left it that way because that's what their show is for some reason. It's it's worse than Opie recording a podcast. Oh no, yeah, it's it's not good. So I apologize if people are trying to listen to this and having a hard time. Check your your right channel. 
to see uh, what this is sounding like. So this irritated me right from the beginning because you might know about this case. I guess it was pretty famous last year in Vancouver. Uh, a guy was stabbed to death at a Starbucks. He was there with his fiance, 37-year-old guy. He's there with his fiance and his three-year-old daughter. And he's waiting for his coffee outside. And there's a guy vaping. And I guess the guy says, hey, could you not do that around my daughter? And he gets stabbed to death. Now, listen Uh-oh. to the way this woman explains that story that I just told you. And tell me if you would know what the fuck is. I had to look it up because I'm like, what is she? Ta- I have no idea what she's talking about. I apologize. It's a little bit of a longer clip, but the rambling here is insane. So to see someone no. be murdered inside, directly in front of the door of the Starbucks, traumatizing, horrible, even more horrible that it was filmed. And, you know, I know that um, his name was Paul Stanley Schmidt. He was 37 years old and he was there with his <laughs> young daughter and his partner and so sad like can you imagine that is yeah what you have to live with for the rest of your life knowing that your father was stabbed in front of a starbucks while people filmed yeah trying to advocate for you because it was um i know the man the person who murdered him was vaping we don't exactly know the exact specifics um unfortunately i was actually sent a video uh, before i knew about it and watching it very quickly i realized what it was and i turned it off because i don't believe that there in the final moments of your life that is a very intimate moment especially in the middle you know there's a guy sipping his coffee there's another guy filming and saying like he's dead bro he's dead bro and Uh it's so fucked up it's fucked up and i know that he didn't pass away right there but yeah i think he died later in in the hospital he succumbed to his injuries but it's just for me the first initial reaction should not be to pull your phone i know i've said this a hundred times pull your phone out and film something Vinny, there's so many things wrong with this. First off, this woman, she, she cannot tell a story. Nope. She had a lot of thoughts she wanted to get out there. It didn't matter what order she would get them out in. It doesn't seem like she got the storytelling genes from old Ma. No, certainly not. And she brings up a lot of things that she never explains. It's just like, and I know there was a vape pen. And listen, guys, I know, you know, you shouldn't stab people to death. And, you know, I know that Starbucks is expensive and some of their coffee. Maybe it's worth it to you. I don't Did know. Did she say the guy's name was Paul Stanley? Uh, yeah, Paul Stanley Schmidt, oh. the victim. Not not that Paul Stanley. Yeah. Hello, Vancouver! <laughs> Who's drinking cold gin? <laughs> fucking right. Paul Stanley. Um, that fucking guy. You know what? Uh, what are we going to get into a kiss rant now? <laughs> What's going on? No, it just makes sense that he has a partner. All right. So the other thing about this that's really annoying to me is it's this woman who hosts a true crime show says, somebody sent me the video. Of this true crime going down, and I couldn't watch it. That's kind of like what you should be doing, isn't it? And she explains that it's a very intimate moment for someone being murdered. Now, I'm just going to throw this out here right now. It certainly is. It's very <laughs> intimate. It's a, a time that you want to treasure in your life. I'm just going to throw this out there. Murderer. If someone murders me on the street, you have my permission to watch the video. I won't know. You can't offend me at that point. It's not like my nudes leaking or something like that. You know, it's like if, if someone kills me, go ahead and watch it to your heart's content. It's fine. Oh, I'm going to back it up. Watch yeah, it again. I know. It'll be it'll be a month's worth of episodes on this show. I know what's going on here. The first one, you pretend you're upset about it. By the third episode in with Blind Mike, you guys are just laughing your asses off. Chemistry's never been better on this show. I don't know. We're going to laugh about how Patrick Michael drove here and finally <laughs> fucking stabbed you to death. 
You're like, actually, you know, Patty Seacups was pretty funny. It was a pretty good bit. Yeah. He'll be third, Mike. So, Vinny, we like to give out advice sometimes. Sure. And I like to give out important advice about how to get away with uh, your crime. These women also give advice to people. Oh. Don't just sit there and take your phone out while someone's fucking murdering someone. Yeah. What, is he, what else are you supposed to do? That's the perfect time to take your phone out. First off, you're capturing it, so if you want the murderer to be prosecuted, that's a good thing. Yep. Secondly, you probably have a TikTok account. You probably have Instagram. Like, you're going to need that video if you want to get some followers. We'd I mean, be stupid not to. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Social media is built for this. Yeah, I don't know what she's thinking with that. Don't just take your phone out. What what are you supposed to do? Start skipping around? (laughs) Freaking ridiculous. What am I supposed to hope that the uh, the Google Earth truck is coming around at the same time to get a picture? Oh, that would be pretty fun. (laughs) So, Vinny, now we're going to find out when is it appropriate to stab someone to death. I'm sure you're wondering that. Eats the last slice of pizza. <laughs> cheat on their consequences. Oh, whoa, whoa. Who's cheating on consequences? You don't know what transpired, how it was said, all that, but not, that's that doesn't matter. Because it's never okay to stab someone to death. No. Boom! Hot take! It's never okay. Well, what if they use the N-word? Then it's okay, right? Absolutely. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Absolutely. But other than that, it's never okay to stab someone to death. Good to know. So then they talk about another case of Hold someone on, writing that down. Yeah. Then they talk about another case of someone getting stabbed to death. And um, I'm guessing there's more to this story than what they're letting on, because this sounds ridiculous. In Port Coquitlam at um, a school walking his dog off leash. Of Which all we all things. know, walking their dog, everybody yeah. can be put in that position. And his dog went running up to a group of people and he just yelled out, my dog's friendly. And the next thing you know, those men all stabbed the man with the dog. And, and they swarmed him. They swarmed him and murdered him. And those people have just, the Crown has just announced that they will not be continuing with charges. Right? Yeah, because, because he's considered, uh, it was considered self-defense, which is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Well, hold on a second. A guy gets stabbed to death by a group of people and no charges, and they're calling it self-defense. And this woman acts like she knows something better than... The police and the court system. Did anybody get it on video? I'm no. just wondering. Can we ask her? No, it's not on video. I just that cracks me up because she's like she's acting like, can you believe it? You just go around stabbing people. It's like, well, I'm sure there was more to it than that. Yeah, my guess. I'm sure this dog was a menace. I'm sure it was. He probably didn't pick up after it. That's really he probably what all stepped in poo. Yeah, <laughs> slipped. Yeah. All right. So you fuck up my jays. You're getting knifed. Let's find out. Why they're doing this show. What is the purpose of Murder With My Mother? We can choose what we bring awareness to. And for me, you guys, surprise, surprise, trauma, mental health work, you know, sexual assaults, murdering your partner, murdering anybody, murdering a random stranger, murdering, murdering. (laughs) Murdering in general. In general. Gender-based violence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, specifically... You know, we have said before, Dateline, almost every other episode is either a spouse has murdered their significant other, they've had someone murder murder their significant other, it's a familial thing, like it's 
it's the people the closest to you, which or fucking people you don't even know in a random place. Well, and- what the fuck point are you trying to make, <laughs> guys? I just want to say I don't. Like, I don't think murder is good. I don't. I don't know if you, if you know the person, it's not good. If you, if you don't know the person, it's not good. Gender based murder, whatever that is. Wow. I think her mother, like... Sexual assaults. When the thing turned off, the mother's like, that was a very good job, honey. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? This Jesus. woman is all over the place. That's She, she sounds like an idiot. Not, not a great take. <laughs> sounds like a real idiot. Okay, but when do you deserve to be murdered, Vinny? Like, maybe if you have a certain profession in life, like if you're like a prostitute, maybe. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Again, just because you live a certain lifestyle does not mean that you deserve to be murdered. Boom! Hot take! Oh, okay. I, I misunderstood that. Apparently, no one deserves to be murdered, Vinny. Wrong. I'm learning a lot of shit from these, Wrong. these ladies. They're but teaching me a lot of things I didn't know about. Now, this is annoying to me. How many episodes of the show are out there? This is the 45th episode. It just came out Christ. last week. This is annoying to me right here, Vinny, because these are these women, and just like The Vanished with Marissa Jones... Getting themselves involved in the case. They're not reporting on it. They're getting themselves involved in it as if they're private investigators or something all of a sudden. And there's an active murder case that they're talking about on on this episode. So we did reach out to the family um, right now, which I'm hoping is a good sign. Um, We were received with very open arms, but the family has been instructed by... The police not to talk to anyone um, no media podcasters. related, no podcasters, um, and obviously we respect that. Yeah, good. You're not that important. Leave them the fuck alone. Leave, Leave them the alone. family alone. They have a family member who died. Leave you know them what? alone. After listening to this, I want to go back. Do you remember that show that we did a, oh, a few episodes back where the guy went to the Alex Murdoch courtroom? Yes, and just took like stock footage of the courtroom, the gate that with he's amazing through. commentary. Like this is where people enter the courtroom. Yeah. That was more informative than anything these women have done. And that is astounding. It's it's so annoying to me that these women think they're going to solve the case. It's like you're you're just a podcast. Every podcaster is getting a little too big for their britches. I know. Everyone was tuning in hoping we would have the scoop. <laughs> yeah, I know. But the police said, no, the victims can't talk to us. And no, the detectives aren't going to give us the inside evidence. No shit. Jesus. All right, so... These two are stupid. Let's talk about the way they go about their show that's different than other true crime shows. Because as we've documented, there are too many true crime shows. I hope this goes for a real twist and it does turn into a family murder situation. So you got to do something, Vinny, that's different than what the other people are talking about. Sure. A lot of the time, if you are a victim of a crime like this, you know, your life is marred by that. And it becomes the focal point. Mm -hmm. Your murder is what you essentially become famous for. Exactly. And here on Murder With My Mother, we do like to give the story of the person, what they stood for, what they were doing, the successes in their lives. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? Do these people not know how true crime works? Obviously not, because most victims are not interesting people. 
It's it's not like this person was murdered at the age of 47. You're going to be like, and wait till you hear about what she did in her 30s. It's fascinating. Like, no, these are just fucking normal people who have nothing going on. And when there is an interesting murder, it gets played to death on, like, big networks. Right, right. There's nothing someone you're going to... is interesting. None of these people are going to find any cases that... Well, why don't you just do a show about someone who died of natural causes? If all you want to do is tell people stories, why do they have to get murdered for you to profile them? This is a terrible idea, is my point, Vinny. It's a terrible idea. I don't care about this person and what they did with their life. Agreed. It's not great. It's not great. All right, so this is... um. This is their mission here with this episode. So with that, we will jump right into the episode on the murder of Trina Hunt. And we actually want to call this the hunt for justice because that is what we want to do with this episode. We hope to bring the killer to justice. Good luck with that. (laughs) So basically, they think that they're the FBI's most wanted or America's most wanted or you're not a police investigator. Hunt for justice. Oh, we're going to get to the bottom of this with our amazing podcasting. Okay. If that's the case, Vinny, that they are going to relay these facts, they're going to dig in, they're going to do the research. I have to think that they're going to go through multiple, multiple sources. I sure hope they do a lot of research if they're going to be the ones to uncover the facts of this case and find the murderer. I sure hope that they're doing a ton of research from multiple sources. I just want to say also, we're taking all of our info today from TrinaHunt.com. All of their information is from TrinaHunt.com, which, by the way, if this person, you want to profile them, not because they were murdered, was TrinaHunt.com like an e-commerce site before she was killed or something? Right, like what was this website? I'm pretty sure this site was built because she was murdered. And if you're getting all of your information from there, you don't need to do a podcast. You just tell people to go to TrinaHunt.com. Wouldn't it be funny if they were just pulling people's like Tinder accounts just to get the information out of them? Be something. Be yeah. something more than just going to a website. All right. That's the information anyway. That's why, despite my co-host interrupting me, that's why we are the best true crime podcast on the internet. Or at least better than Murder With My Mother. And all the other ones we've covered. Correct. Thank you, Carl. What a wonderful presentation. Thank you, buddy. I am ready to move on and do some voicemails with you folks. All right. Uh, here we go. The Creep Off voicemail segment is brought to you by the city of Syracuse. The Atlanta Falcons drafted Syracuse lineman Matt Bergeron with the 38th overall pick. The Falcons rep then began frantically screaming, just kidding, just kidding, as he was dragged off stage. See you in Syracuse. <laughs> Uh, we got a super chat in from Animal Kelly. Thank you for the 40 Holy bucks. Holy shit. Not even Tukey can make these birds some broads interesting. <laughs> I don't know. Tukey's pretty good. Woka woka. Hacka hacka. Oh, I got to see more of Tukey. I, yeah, I was, watching, uh, <laughs> I was watching him over the weekend quite a bit. Nice to see you, Animal Kelly. Thank you very much. Yes, for thank the you very much for the, uh, the $40. It is Super Chat Monday. We are celebrating with style. Now, Carl. This is a message to me about you. I wonder what somebody would be calling to tattle on you about. Oh, Jesus. Vinny, did you listen to Carl's latest WATP episode, Sissy Whisper? It's really weird and telling of how creepy Carl actually is. Because when he does these, like, pervy, like, fetish podcasts, he's always acting like he doesn't know what he's getting into ahead of time. He He feigns ignorance. He's a fucking creep. I know, Carl, that you're a little sissy who has a mommy dommy that makes fun of your little clitty that you wear panties around the house. I know it, Carl. 
Okay, you don't have to pretend that you don't know. I, I mean, it's not cool if you are into that. I mean, you are into it, but Vinny, it's fucking weird, and I need you to call him out on this fucking weird creepy behavior every time he does his weird BDSM podcast. Thanks. Wrong. Have a good one, Vinny. Hey, I Vinny have, Winnie, uh, people's champ. Number uh, one, Vinny. Vinny, 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 Vinny. I like that part. All right. All right. Let me play uh, a voicemail that called into the WATP voicemail line. Hey, Carl. Occam's razor. Maybe this dude in China was just fucking sick and tired of his neighbor's 1,100 fucking chickens. What the fuck is he doing with 1,100 fucking chickens? I can't get past that one. Yeah. Love the show. See you. Thank yes, you. That's a reference to our um, biggest creep of the universe segment from the Philadelphia live show. Vinny found an interesting story. You know, we ought to do a, uh, a crossover episode like that. We got to talk to Vic and or, Vito? Uh, Dick and Vito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Vinny. Just want to let you know, as we're listening to last week's Purity Socials, and Carl uh, reminds people to sign up for Drew and Mike, their YouTube page, which is kind of amazing because when I hear him on, other sh- on Drew and Mike, he never mentions guess what guess what i know i'm paddling on you carl but i just couldn't resist never have a great show guys for you i we've talked about the creep off many times on the drew and mike show. so i listened to the bonus episodes i really like drew and mike and i like it when you guys do stuff together yeah, thank you every time at the end of it now yeah drew goes carl how's everything going on who are these socials <laughs> yeah he loves that show. every time never how's the creep off never <laughs> Hey, man, you know, we're doing some good stuff over there at the Creep Off. You know what? The Creep Off, you get a bonus episode every week when you subscribe to the Patreon, Back By, or Supercast. None of that. Anyone else zoning out right now? <laughs> What's going on? Jesus what Christ. Is, what is this guy talking about next to me? Oh, you're such a dick. All right. I'm done with voicemails. Carl, are you ready to move on to a scum parade? I sure am. All right. Scum parade. Take me on a raid of these fuck raids that these creeps have made. Scum Parade, Vinny and Carl gonna tell you about some fuck shit. Scum Parade, like stories of a kid fucked by his mom or dad. Soaking up the blood of a cat, Scum Parade. We're gonna start off today in the Lone Star State of Texas. A mother and stepfather arrested after he allegedly tattooed their children, Carl. Yeah. What the fuck motivated this? They are either the coolest parents of the world (laughs) or the worst parents of the world. Now, the affidavit states that following claims by Child Protective Services and a a subsequent investigation by the Angela County Sheriff's Office, Megan Mayfar and Gunner Farr, 27 and 23 years old, tied down their children, ages 9 and 5, and forcibly gave them tattoos. I got to say, it's one of the weirder hobbies I've heard about. Did you look up to see if there's a subreddit for this? You guys can cover on subreddit surfing. If there is, I will find it. Yeah. And Slash honestly, tattooing children. Maybe this should be a consequence. We have to tie up a child and tattoo them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, kid, but no one was voting for me the last few weeks. I, I don't know what to tell you. Don't worry, kid. I'm going to make it cool. Just to be a little happy face. <laughs> yeah. Now, one child was given a tattoo on their foot. The other one was on the shoulder. The investigator alleges that the parents tied the children down with a rope covering their mouth with tape and covering their eyes with a rag as the tattoos are being made. 
which I think is fun because then it's a surprise. They get to see what it is after. Good point. Yeah. Also, there's a thing about children and and stabbing them over and over again with a very sharp object. They don't like it. They hate it. So you got to quiet them down somehow. Yeah, they hate their vegetables, too. But, I know. You know. Right. But it, fucking it, it, kids. Things have to happen. Right. Kids are the worst. They'll learn. Now, the affidavit also alleges that the parents sought to conceal the tattoos by cutting, scraping, and scrubbing the tattooed areas after they've already... They have raw tattooed skin. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's an open wound, and they literally used lemon juice to try to get the ink out of it. Yes, they did. I mean, why not just like rub salt in it while you're at it and then spray the kid in the face with pepper? Because, you, I mean, you're just torturing this poor kid who didn't, didn't want the tattoo in the first place. Now, here's who reported this. The kid's real dad. Yeah. <laughs> the they, children's they joint custody, it seems like. The children's biological father and stepmother saw the tattoos on the children and then asked Megan... Hey, hey! Why, why, why do the kids get tattoos? Yeah, and why? by the way, I don't think our son's that big a Raiders fan. I don't know why that's the tattoo you got. Uh, he claims she then laughed about it, got in her car, and drove away. Yeah, that's when he reported the incident to CPS. Well, in her defense, it is pretty funny. It's kind of funny. Megan Mayfar is charged with two counts of injury to a child and unlawful restraint. Well, Gunnerfar is charged with one count of unlawful restraint and one count of injury to a child. They are both on a bond totaling $35,000. And the other detail in here that I thought was weird, there were other people in the house who aren't getting charged while this was happening. Is this some sort of like tattooing children party that they have going on? Are they inviting people over? Does QAnon know about this shit? It's the thing that people are doing now. I I want to know what was tattooed on these kids. I know, me too. I really want to know what it is and why aren't there pictures? Why aren't there pictures of this? I can't imagine that these tattoos were good. No, it doesn't sound like they're uh, artists. They did it with a staple. They used a staple to tattoo yeah, these Yeah, they did use a staple. Yeah, I forgot to add that. That's not like uh, nice equipment or anything. It's probably not good. Well, let's move on to Rowan County, North Carolina, Carl. All right. A man has been charged with and accused of sexual activity with a dog. According to press release on April 12th, the Rowan County Sheriff's Office received information that a resident was allegedly partaking in sexual acts with an animal. Such information prompted the immediate investigation, obviously. Investigators said that the evidence discovered during the investigation confirmed that Mr. William, Cody William Sprague sent an explicit video through a social media application that depicted him taking part in sexual activity with a dog. Whose dog? The dog belonged to Sprague and his ex-girlfriend, who was unaware that the sexual misconduct had occurred in their residence. So wait, every time this guy's pulling his pants down around the house, this dog is running out of the room as fast as possible, and the girlfriend wasn't even suspicious about this? This dog freaks out when it hears a zipper. Yeah, right, exactly. The girlfriend just thought that was normal dog behavior? You gotta look into these things. Uh, investigator said... Uh, well, the detectives conducted an interview with Sprague, and they say that he confessed that the accusations brought against him were factual. He's also, not only is he horny for dogs, he's stupid. Yeah. The sexual acts were not performed on the dog, but instead on Sprague. Therefore, it is believed the dog was never in distress, according to the report. So what I think is going on here, Carl. Explain this. Is that this man was having the dog lick his asshole and balls. Oh, I thought the dog was fucking him in the ass. And I'm like, how the hell do you pull that one off? Maybe he did. I don't know. I, I don't know about you, Vinny, but I would treat a dog like I would a fat chick. If we were going to fuck, it would be dark. Not be anywhere would, near one. And it would <laughs> it would be dark and it would be our secret. Thank you. 
I am a big step. I'm stepping you on really fucking are, everything man. today. It's bizarre. And I'm going to fucking apologize. Been, I don't know what's wrong with me. How often you've been? Uh, it is me right today. In the middle of my sentence. It is all my fault. <laughs> it's on me. I own it. All right, let's go with the best story I've ever fucking read in my life. Indiana, an Indiana elementary school, Carl. Employees are facing charges after a seven-year-old special needs student was allegedly forced to eat his own vomit in the lunchroom with a spoon as others watched. What's the point of teaching special needs if you can't have a little fun with the students? Now, the life skills teacher, Sarah Seymour, and Brown Elementary Skills Life Skills Instructional Aide, Deborah Knipp, Sarah Seymour is 27 and Deborah is 63. They're each charged with neglect of a dependent as a level six felony and failure to report. Two other people that worked at the school also were arrested yeah. because they saw it and they didn't report it. Now, here's what happened. Police established through various interviews and other evidence that Seymour allegedly is said to have told the victim that if he vomited, he would be required to eat what he threw up. Thank you! Taylor was present and provided a tray for the child to vomit on. So in other words, don't vomit and there won't be any problems. Correct. Okay. Well, this kid apparently doesn't listen. Uh-oh. Now, the video that they saw, the, because the ca- there's a camera in the lunchroom, uh, shows the victim seated at a table, and at some point the child stands up, appearing to gag on his food, that he's instructed to sit down. After the victim does indeed vomit, Knipp allegedly provided the spoon that the child was compelled to use oh, God. to consume some of the violet. This the is vomit. like Eric Cartman-level sadistic. That's brutal. Both Seymour and Knipp are seen on video standing on each side of the child while he consumed a portion of the vomit. Police said the child is then required to clean up the remainder of the vomit with paper towels. The crazy part was no one could tell the difference between his vomit and the soup du jour. It's a school lunch, school Carl. School cafeteria. What are you going to do? Seriously, though, I want to just say this. Because it's better on the way out. <laughs> I, I just want to say this to you, Vinny. I mean, being mentally impaired is hard enough. I mean, you know what I mean. Fuck you, dude. All right. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. That sounds like a fun day at school. They're making uh, retards eat their own vomit. Now, apparently, they uh, have been arrested, and they are now going through the steps to fire these two, which is shocking that you have to go through steps besides get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. You fucking sickos. Man, what a lawsuit's coming down the pike <laughs> to this school. I do know, like, I'm not a dog owner, but I do know dog owners who want the dog to clean it up themselves. So I guess it's a similar kind of thing, right? You're like, if you're going to make the mess, just eat it up. Get, get it out of here. You know, I have three dogs. Yeah. I do not. Go for that. You don't want the dogs eating their own That's vomit? That's disgusting. I, well, yeah. I, I'll throw up. It's that, disgusting. I, see that. I agree. But I will tell you this. They have beaten me to it. Like, I've seen a dog puke, and before I could get paper towels and get away from there, yeah, that's they're true. fucking going to they're, town. They're going to town. So maybe this kid requested the spoon. Maybe he's like, hey, going to need a spoon over here. Just got get myself a, a new treat. <laughs> All I have is one of those little wooden paddles from the yeah, ice right. cream. It's not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. Yeah. Now, Carl, our final story today, I think... Uh, a jingle is in order. Let's talk about math, baby. Let's talk about it, yes, sir. Let's talk about all the bad things and the bad things, meth and see. Let's talk about meth. Now, we could also play the Florida jingle, too, with this one. This is a double whammy. Florida, you got to get your shit together. It's your shit. Why so many creepy bugs? It's your shit. 
Sarah Dunlap, the voice of an angel. Thank you, Sarah. Now, folks, Florida, a Florida mother has been accused of leaving her newborn daughter in a hot car to die well high on crystal meth. Okay. Okay. She'd only realized what she had done was when a friend walked into her bedroom where she was masturbating to let her know what was going on. Megan Doppin, she's 30 years old, left her newborn baby, McKinley Garner, in a vehicle in Panama City for almost four hours Last you know, year on September 2nd. Can I just say this, though, in Megan's defense? Nope. I know this seems fucked up, but if she had brought the child into the bed with her to do meth and masturbate, people would be pretty upset about that, too. Yeah, but the kid would be alive. Huh? I'm just saying. It'd be pretty fucked up okay. if she had done that. You do make a point. The mom was arrested Tuesday and charged with the aggravated manslaughter of her child, who was born July 14th of last year. She's being held without bond. Now... Here's what happened. She left McKinley alone in the car for almost four hours before a witness said she caught Devin in her bed masturbating with her shorts unbuttoned. Yeah. Upon being caught, Megan quickly moved her hands out from underneath the covers. The witness then asked the mother about her baby. She then said, oh, my God, jumped out of <laughs> Wait, bed. Wait, what baby? Oh, my baby. Fuck. <laughs> and ran to the car to find her newborn baby unresponsive. Yeah. Deputies were called to the Panama City home. And uh, they were unsuccessful at performing CPR on the infant. Now, police executed a search warrant found in a bathroom a pipe that tested positive for residue of marijuana and methamphetamine. They also found a blue vibrator on top of all the other items on her nightstand, as well as spoiled baby bottles and food. What is this, like Hunter Biden's place or something? (laughs) There's a leather mask and a (laughs) half-eaten sandwich. This woman's having some fun. By the way, I got to say... You saw the pictures in there. Yeah. This one was pretty hot. And now that her newborn's out of the picture, even hotter. Oh, yeah. She told police that she took her new her older child to school that morning and uh, denied that she used drugs. Yeah. Well, the good news is, because I, any time there's a, a meth head who gets caught, yeah. I always say, they probably do a good job representing themselves. And mm-hmm. she has refused an attorney. She will be representing herself on this uh, case. Now, here's, Smart. The, here's a fun thing. That uh, you don't know about this story, Carl. Would you like to know how I found out about this one? Um, I'm going to guess Alex told you. <laughs> nope. Nope. This was sent in by a listener who is wishing to stay anonymous. I'm going to read you what I was sent, and I'm going to read you this email correspondence. And one of these days, wow. to this person, I would very much like to get them on the show. They could stay anonymous if they'd like to, but I have a lot of questions. You could be a potato if you want to. Yes. I'll do a whole show with you. Here's the quick breakdown. Mom took a baby to buy cigarettes, went back home, left in the car, went inside and did meth, masturbated. Approximately four hours later, realized the baby was in the car, convicted by a jury in 30 minutes. I said that the the the, uh, the subject was, I testified in a case a couple weeks ago. Oh, this is person's a witness. And I said, so you were a witness to what part? And they said, I was the medical examiner who did the autopsy on the baby. Ooh, that's a brutal job. And I said, what a gig you have. <laughs> yeah, wow. To that person, if you ever want to come out and talk about this stuff with us, I would love to hear it. They sent me a whole bunch of other links to stories of things that they've had to testify and been involved in. Wow, that's very fascinating. I'd love to have that person on. Yes, very much so. So yeah. you are totally welcome. Person You're the only person with a shittier job than I have. 
I have to work with this guy every week. Could you imagine me in there just stepping on the autopsies? Just <laughs> stomping all over the place. Yeah, you're like, yeah, but what's this thing right here? You're like, ah, don't touch it. Jesus. I'm just constantly picking up the body's head and like slapping <laughs> him with it. <laughs> just fucking around. Was this bruise here before? I guess it wouldn't bruise. That's kind of dumb. Hey, why is this baby hitting itself, huh? <laughs> Come on. Come on. You really are the worst. Yeah. I am, and that's why I host the Creep Off. That's correct. All right, kids. I think we missed um, maybe uh, one or two of the... Let's go back and take a look. Super chats. Do not read. <laughs> <laughs> Two-Faced Shit. Lion Bastard sorry. says, do not read. <laughs> sorry, sorry. And Two-Faced Lion Bastard says, not only the best, but the most well-researched That's show. correct. That's the us. The Creep Off. That's us. We're watching episodes of Jerry Springer. We're watching interviews with Jerry Springer. We're doing it all. We really did a lot of research today for this we one. We sure folks. did. We work hard for this, guys. Now, please remember, we do a bonus episode every Wednesday, and this week joining us, Brian Johnson. Nice. Because he also sent me a horrific story. And I was like, you got to come out and do this one with us, bud. So he's going to do it with us on Wednesday. Awesome. And then we'll be back on Monday with another episode, and one of us will be spinning the wheel. So we hope to see you then. Hey, let's uh, do a quick meeting on air. So since Brian Johnson's going to be on the show, should we do that one uh, live on YouTube for everyone and then put it behind the paywall after the fact? Well. Like we had done a, a few times before? I'll tell you what. We could do the free preview for May. This yeah. will be our free preview okay. for May this week. So yeah, even if you're not on our Patreon or Supercast or backed out by, we'll be live at 1130 a.m. Eastern Time Wednesday with Brian Johnson. Right here on this channel. Feel free to join us. From my studios. So yes. So we'll take that with... However you want to take that. You're a real prick sometimes, Carl. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, man. All right, folks. We'll be back next week. Until then, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gah.